This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 172 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today I'm talking to Nikisha Washington and we're going to be diving into building a personal brand. And we're going to give you the steps in which you can actually make sure that you build that for yourself, as well as we're going to give you some specific examples of how Nikisha is doing that for herself, as well as a great example of another Instagrammer that is doing that as well for themselves. So make sure that you dive into this episode and I will see you there. Hi, Nikisha. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Jenny, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. I'm so excited to have you here. Will you start off by introducing yourself and your business? Sure. So I'm Nikisha Washington. I am a writer, consultant, and business coach. So what I do is help people better articulate their personal and professional brands, both online and in person. So I provide professional ghostwriting services that include like social media and blog posts for content creators, website copy for businesses pitches for writers and influencers, and even cover letters and resumes for professionals. And then I also freelance for digital platforms uh, locally, Charlotte 5 and Q-City Metro, as well as uh, Her Agenda. I have a mentorship program where I coach professional women on everything from transitioning into or out of corporate roles, um, building confidence to assert themselves and executive presence, how to position themselves for new opportunities, and really laser focus on overcoming barriers that have them stuck wherever they are. Um, Overall, I like to say I help women execute on whatever that is. Perfect. I love that. So now you and I actually had a chance. You're one of my No Tribe sisters, which I love being able to have you all on the podcast. Um, And you and I met because you live here locally in Charlotte. Um, So we're going to talk a little about building a personal brand, which I think is so important in this day and age. Let's start off by defining what is a personal, what is personal branding? So to me, it's the ability to clearly and quickly or concisely, I should say, articulate your unique set of skills, interests, experience, and your expertise. It's how you package yourself to present to the world. So being able to answer uh, the following questions, and whether it be through what you say, the projects and types of activities that you're involved in, brands and organizations that you associate yourself with, and how you show up online or in person, um, what do you want to be known for? What types of opportunities do you want to be presented with? Where and how can you add value? What are you passionate about? What are your core values? So a strong personal brand should answer those questions. Okay. Yes. And I feel like it's becoming more and more important this day and age because of the way that the social media platforms are starting to really pull your personal side of things with the business side of things. So how did you build your personal brand? So I built my personal brand by first discovering the things that I was interested in and wanted to learn more about. So on the corporate side, I sat in a six-week training class, I remember, very early in my career. And almost immediately, like, I knew I wanted to be a trainer. I wanted to teach people. So I found mentors. I volunteered teaching classes at nonprofits. I raised my hand in team meetings. I even emceed corporate events, anything that I could do to get in front of people. Um, I've always loved fashion. And then being invisible 
training roles, my outfits became a topic of a discussion. So people would ask me to style them. They would ask for my advice on what to wear. And mind you, I wasn't advertising or putting myself out there as a stylist, but I started a fashion blog. And so through my outfit tips and tricks, I was teaching people about fashion, which tied into training. And through that, I also realized that I love writing. So as I advanced my corporate career in training, I became a manager, which gave me an opportunity to coach, which in a sense is teaching one-on-one. So my corporate title then presented opportunities to speak or train on larger platforms as an expert. So I, I thought if I can talk about it, I can write about it. And so that led me to freelancing about everything from fashion to my work with nonprofits to climbing the corporate ladder. So all of those things are a part of my personal brand. And again, your brand is a a unique combination of your skills, interests, experience, and expertise. So today I have a business that organically formed based on my personal brand, which includes writing, coaching, fashion, and teaching. So it it came together based on, on what I love. Okay. So you said there were three things that I want to pull out from what you said from there. You said skills, experience, and expertise. Were those the three that you said? Okay. Perfect. And interest. Your interest. And interest. Okay. I love that. And the way that you talked about that the fashion started because people were noticing your outfits when you were speaking in front and you're training at corporate, that connection is just so simple. It's just part of who you are. And I love that that's that's how it started. It wasn't something that you tried to put out there because you were interested in fashion. It was just you were being yourself and that became part of your brand. And something that you said earlier, like on social media, you know, it's about like putting yourself out there. And what I hear, and I'm I'm no personal brand coach, but like what I hear a lot of like branding coaches say, you know, hey, if you're a fitness person, like you only need to talk about fitness or you only need to show fitness on your page. And it becomes very one dimensional. And I was that way as well. I was like, well, if I talk about fashion or my outfit of the day, I won't be taken seriously as a coach. Or if I'm only talking about my career in learning and development, then a publication might not want to work with me as a journalist because it doesn't look like that's my experience. But I found that I've had much more personal success, um, financial, social um, successes and wins and opportunities by just presenting myself, again, my skills, you know, professionally, my interests like fashion and hair and beauty and makeup. Um, my experience as a writer and a speaker and, you know, my expertise. I have certifications in learning and development and instructional design. So combining all of that has really built a strong platform and a strong brand. And it gives you that opportunity, like you said, to be able to tie in those interests. Because I love that you talked about the fact that, you know, branding, a lot of branding people will talk about only show that one side of you. But what we're mm-hmm. finding, especially right now, I feel like on Instagram stories is your audience wants to know you. They want to be able to connect with you. And if you just show that perfect, whether it's the fitness side, or even if it's a home decor blogger and you always show your house, it's being perfectly spotless. I think it doesn't give people an opportunity to really connect with you because my house isn't spotless. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's like, yours looks nice, but this isn't real life for me. That's right. Yeah. So I think by tying in that other side of things, it gives you a chance to really get to know everyone and connect with that audience that you do have. So I love that you're talking about that. So why do you think it's important to know your personal branding? 
I feel like if you don't know your personal brand, you will experience burnout, like complete and utter burnout. You'll end up doing things that don't excite you, things that you aren't passionate about. And ultimately, those things drain you. So, yeah, you make money, but, you know, you won't be fulfilled. And when you have a strong personal brand, you actually do less work. Like, sure, I pitch to editors and I submit myself for speaking engagement. But honestly, I get emails all the time from recruiters, brands, producers, you name it. Um, they will, they want to find ways to partner with me based on what part of my personal brand speaks to them. And again, you don't have to be everything to everybody. Some people will not read anything that I say about self-esteem or networking or whatever it is that I'm talking about. They'll just come to see what my outfit of the day is. And that's fine. And there's someone who might come for motivation. Um, so, and then others might only be interested in my community involvement. So I think when you actually show the things that you're doing, that you have those skills, interests, and expertise in, the opportunities and partnerships and collaborations will land on your, land in your lap. Um, but if you don't have a strong personal brand, um, I feel like people don't know what you want, what you need, what you do, and how you can help. And you just find yourself really putting energy into things that aren't fulfilling. And that piece that you talked about as burnout, I think that we don't like mm-hmm. use that term enough and we don't explain what we mean by that. You started to, right towards the end, will you talk to me a little bit about like what you mean by burnout? Oh, yeah. So um, I applied for a role. Um, it was like a, my first big corporate title. I was really excited about it. Um, just from the outside looking in, you know, didn't do a lot of research um, on the role. And it was, it involved a lot of technical writing. Um, That's not my expertise experience. I'm not excited about it. Um, And I didn't do well in that role. And not because I couldn't pick up on the skill set, but because I was tired, I I dreaded it. And when I, I don't do things well that I don't want to do, I looked at it as a task or a chore. There was nothing enjoyable about it. And, you know, as adults, we know that not everything will be fun and cool and Instagram post worthy. But there was not one thing that I actually found that I like. When I write stories or when I'm covering people, I'm sharing information that I find important or interesting or that, hey, this could help someone if they knew about it. Um, But writing technical documents all day, I didn't find that fulfilling. And so because I wasn't successful, I'm always used to being a high performer on the team and getting Um, You know, accolades and different things, you know, that make me feel good internally. And when that wasn't happening, I was beating myself up. So not only was I doing work that wasn't enjoyable, I wasn't doing well. And then I was a low performer. And for me and my personal brand, you know, I'm all about excellence. And if that role wasn't reflective of that and my performance in that role wasn't reflective of that. And so it took a huge hit on like my self-esteem, if we're being honest. Um, and when I when I don't feel like I'm doing well, it doesn't inspire me to like, oh, well, I need to do I need to do much better. It 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 causes more, worse performance um, because I'm beating myself up, even if others aren't. So in a, for, in a mental space, that wasn't good for me, um, but I needed it to know that, hey, you don't need to experience this again. So what can you do differently? How can you look at opportunities differently before you take on something? Um to know that you don't want to get back to this place. I love it. So now a lot of my audience are influencers and bloggers. And for them, looking at that piece of it, like what are they passionate about? I think I could compare it to social media. What platforms 
do they dread and what platforms do they actually get inspired by and are passionate about and want to be on. And I think that you said it makes more sense to kind of pivot towards the platform that you really enjoy or the topic that you are passionate about talking about because people can read that people feel that yeah. so it's not only just us you know, having that self-esteem that burnout at kind of inside but it's not going to connect and attract the audience that we're looking to bring in so I think that that's so important that you touched on that because it is being able to be part of your personal brand lets you let your passion in and what you're excited and inspired by so that you can have others that are inspired by that as well I think that's good that you brought up the um, the social media platforms because initially, like when I started writing, I would talk to editors and other journalists because I, I wasn't active on Twitter. I hadn't logged into Twitter since maybe 2010. Um, I didn't, couldn't even remember my Twitter name. And they're like, no, as a writer, like you need to be here. And so like I was draining myself trying to figure out like, hey, I need to be witty and funny and cool, you know, like the other t- tweeters. Um, but, but that I connect more people with people through video. So my Instagram stories, people really engage. They like to hear me talk um, through my photos on Instagram. They like to see what I'm wearing, who I'm with, what events around the city I'm going to. Um, and, and that's fine. I find that Instagram is my hotspot. However, for Twitter, I follow account. I follow accounts of editors um, there's a page that I follow called Writers of Color because what they do is they'll post writing opportunities with the pay. So they're really doing the work for me. So I don't engage really at all. I'll just go on. I have notifications for those editors or for their certain pages, and I'll look to see what opportunities. And I'm like, hey, I want to write for this publication. Let me pitch to them because this is what they're looking. So Twitter is an income revenue, but not because I'm posting, but because of who I follow. So you figure out how to use different platforms for for what you need and the opportunities that you want to attract. So smart. I love that, that you're saying to do that that way, because it does. It lets you kind of be yourself and use the platforms, but still gain information because you were told writers need to be on Twitter. Well, you can be on Twitter just watching the feed and taking advantage of it while not trying to kill yourself being witty and being that kind of writer that needs to be on Twitter. Very good. Can you give us another example of a personal branding example? Maybe not of yourself, but of someone else. Um, personal branding of someone else. Um, so like, as far as like, maybe like an account I like to follow and what their personal brand looks like. Yes. Yeah. So I follow, um, an attorney, her name is, uh, Marche Robinson. I have to remember what her Instagram name is. Um, but I absolutely love her feed because she, she tells you she's an attorney. And initially I'm like, Oh, I don't have anything, you know, in common with an attorney. But she loves fashion, and she is okay talking about that. She talks about it a lot. Um, she works out just like I do. You know, she's not like a fitness blogger or anything, but she's just making it a part of her life, and she shares some of the same struggles that I do. What do you do with your hair, you know, before and after a workout if you have an event? Um, she recently got married, and, you know, like most women, I just love wedding and marriage stuff, and I get excited. So she shared um, a lot about her journey there. She'll post um, transparent posts, you know, hey, I was scared about this. I was nervous about this. But then in her stories, because, you know, a lot of times you might look at an attorney as someone being, as being like, really serious and straight up and down, but she'll document um, 
her take on reality shows. And I don't have a lot of time to watch reality shows, but like her takes and the clips that she shows are like incredibly funny and insightful and a lot of things. I'm like, oh my God, I would have thought the same thing. So it makes her very relatable as well. So I think she does an excellent job with personal branding. Perfect. We're going to make sure that we link to that Instagram account in the show notes so that we can let others take a look at it. But that is a great example because we would think of an attorney as being uptight or kind of just sticking to the business side of things. So that's great. What would be the steps to building a personal brand? So I think first you think about the things um, that either you already do really well um, or you want to learn to do really well. Things that you're interested in, something, it could be a a cause that you're really passionate about. And then when you look at that list, look at the things that you're currently doing and see if those things um, align. And usually they do, um, but you don't think about it. You know, it might be, you know, I I take my kids, you know, to volunteer once a month. um, And, you know, it could be for me, oh, that's just something, you know, that we do. But no, that shows that you're involved in your community and you care about your community. So that's a part of your personal brand. Um, And so, um, for example, like I like teaching. So I'm passionate about helping people look, feel and present their best selves. So you combine uh, those skills and experiences like for me, teaching, writing and coaching with topics that I'm passionate about, like fashion, leadership and philanthropy. So like I said, the good news is likely you won't have to start from scratch because you're already doing those things in some capacity. Now, once you have that, you just have to be intentional about sharing it and how you share that information. Um, So I say pick five maybe core areas. Maybe you want to show family, career, community service, um, fashion, and culture. Those are your five things. So when you think about it from a social media perspective, now you need to figure out how to capture it visually and also like how you want to talk about it. Are you an expert? Are you asking people questions? Are you just giving people information who may not know that this community blood drive was happening in your city? So figure out, are you an authority? Are you kind of like the girlfriend? Like, hey, let's chat. Um, about this or are you just sharing information so you'll start putting your brand together that way but just come up with those five things that that you love want to know more about and already doing perfect and I feel like those are the things too that we often set our goals to right those are the areas in our lives that we're looking at to grow and to make sure that we're hitting our goals when we're setting them in those aspects so one of the things that I believe is important to, is to have a group of like-minded women to run ideas by in a mastermind or community setting. Do you have a group of women like that? So I know, learn from, and lean on so many amazing women. However, I don't have a formal mastermind group. I think they're needed. Um, every time I speak, um, I meet women who are looking for that community um, on social media, I get hundreds of DMs from stra- from friends and strangers alike where we might connect on a topic and we brainstorm back and forth. So that's something I'm looking at to create because I could benefit from it. And I think I could also add value. Um, I have a, an informal personal board of directors um, and I have people who um, have backgrounds in journalism that I might reach out to to say, hey, you know, I want to write about this. or I want to approach this like, you know, is is this the right approach or is this good? Um, 
someone who was a mentor to me in the corporate space reached out the other day and asked if I would be um, the millennial person on her personal board of directors just to get a different perspective. Um, so I'm involved in the activities that, um, that, that masterminds involve, but I don't have anything formal. And, you know, that can be okay as well. I think a lot of times people feel like, oh, I need a sponsor. I need a mentor. I need this person, you know, in place. And a lot of times people may be your mentors and don't even know it. It doesn't always have to be a formal mentor relationship. And sometimes you might not even know the person. You may find inspiration from their page or you might take a class or you might sit you know, on a panel with them or something that they did. So find ways to be inspired, um, connect with those people um, if and when you can, but if not, there's always something that you can learn. Yes. And I think it's the piece about learning as well as for me, it's the accountability piece because I'll make Mm -hmm. goals and that's great that I've got them on paper and I'm trying to hit those goals as we go through the months and through the year. But if I'm not speaking them out loud and I'm not telling anyone else about them, are they really as likely to come and actually happen? So the accountability piece for me is a huge piece of it. I'm always needing to kind of want to be in a group of a mastermind or something of that nature. I do love no tribe because it gives us the opportunity to really connect and kind of network, but it's not necessarily something where I'm going to sit down and like give my goals in the middle of a meeting or like a meetup or something like that. So I love that. Perfect. Where in Keisha are the best places to follow along with you? So I spend most of my time on Instagram. Um, so you guys can follow me at I am the professional. Um, and there I share everything from my fitness journey, branding tips, behind the scenes of projects that I'm working on, and just day-to-day shenanigans that I find myself involved in. Um, you can also go to my website, uh, theprofessionalist.com. If you want to learn more about my professional writing services um, or joining my network of mentees, because like you said, the um, accountability piece is important. And um, my mentees always say, like, I can go from being like their girlfriend to sister. And, you know, we're laughing and I'm like, okay, but you owe me your homework from last night. So where are we on that? Or you said you were launching your class in June and it's May and I haven't heard anything about it. So, um, so any of those, uh, any of those two spaces are, are where you'll find me on Instagram and on my blog. Perfect. So we're going to link to those in the show notes. And you guys know as listeners that I always say, if you're listening, you're watching, however you're going about listening to the episode, tag us on Instagram stories, take a screenshot of it and you can tag both of us and you will get a DM back from us so that we can answer any questions that you might have. Or if you have further questions that Nikisha, maybe you want to go dive a little bit further into with her, that would be great as well. Nikisha, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with my audience. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for initiating these much-needed conversations and, and sharing them out. I appreciate that. Of course. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Clearly, having a personal brand isn't as difficult as we think. It's just really showing and sharing who you are, which is actually something that I dive into in my new book, Influencer Entrepreneurs, which you can now 
get and as far as for pre-sale. I am also super excited to announce that we are starting to fill for our mastermind program that is going to be kicking off in April. Now, what we have decided to do is we wanted to make sure that we combined a little bit of Influencer Entrepreneurs Academy, making sure that you have an opportunity to really network with people, as well as we are going to make sure that there is a retreat included in this. So my new mastermind programs that are starting in April are going to be a six-month program where you would get to meet with your mastermind group in a group of six, three times per month. Plus, you're also going to get a 30-minute one-on-one with me. And at the end of the six months, we are going to have a culmination retreat. So if you are interested, this is a brand new program that we are running right now, and it is going to fill out fast. So make sure that you fill out the application and we will get you on a discovery call to see if it is the right fit for you and your business. You guys, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to listen in. If you would share a screenshot of where you are listening, what you were up to, and tag me at Jenny underscore morals. You can also tag Nikisha at I am the professional so that we can direct message with you, answer any questions that you may still have about personal branding, as well as just get to connect with you and get to know you a little bit better. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening in, and I will talk to you all next time.